it's Destiny. Welcome back. Today we're going to read Suki's Kimono. It's written by Sherry Ugaki. On the first day of school, Suki wanted to wear her kimono. Her sisters did not approve. You can't wear that, said Mari. People will think you're weird. You can't wear that, said Umi. Everyone will laugh, and no one will play with you. You need something new, Suki. You need something cool. But Suki shook her head. She didn't care for new, and she didn't care for cool. She wanted to wear her favorite thing, and her favorite thing was her kimono. Suki's Obishan had given her the kimono. The first time Suki wore it, her obishan told her to took her to a street festival where they slurped down bowls of slippery cold salmon noodles and shared a cone of crunchy shaved ice topped with sweet red bean sauce. Under strings of paper lanterns, Suki joined her obishan in a circle dance. She followed her and copied her movements, trying to be as light and as graceful. She watched the other women and children who danced, especially those who were dressed in cotton kimonos like hers. Later, Suki sat so close to the stage that when the tenko drummers performed, bum, 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 she felt like she swallowed a ball of thunder and her whole insides quaked and quivered. Before they left the festival, Suki and her obachan stopped at a souvenir stand. There were so many things to choose from, but her obachan found the prettiest thing of all, a handkerchief that was made from pale pink linen decorated with tiny maple leaves and cherry blossoms. When she gave it to Suki, she said, This will help you remember our day. Now it was time for school. Mother checked Suki's Obi-Wan Obi one last time and took a picture of Mari, Yumi, and Suki together by the front steps. Then, as she watched the three sisters make their way, down the block to their school, Mari and Umi stayed several paces ahead ahead of Suki and pretended they didn't know her. But Suki didn't mind. She turned and waved to her mother before she clip-clopped along in her shiny red geta. Feeling very pleased about her fan-patterned blue kimono. Once in a while, Suki would lift her arms and let the butterfly sleeves flutter in the breeze. It made her feel like she had grown her own set of wings. When they reached the school, Mari and Umi hurried across the yard to a group of their friends. Suki stopped and looked around. Some of the children turned and stared at her, and others giggled and pointed at her kimono. But Suki ignored them. She took a suite on the swing and waited for the bell. A girl dressed in overalls, just like a pair that Suki had at home, sat on the swing beside her. Hi, Suki, said the girl. Hi, Penny, said Suki. 
How come you're dressed so funny? Penny asked. Where did you get those shoes? Suki lifted her feet off of the sand and wiggled her toes. I'm not dressed funny, she said. My grandma gave me these shoes. Suki started pumping her legs. After a moment, Penny did the same, and soon they were both swinging as fast and as high as they could. Swoosh, swoosh, up and up. When the bell rang, Suki and Penny jumped off their swings and ran to the gym for their first day assembly. Once they were finally taken to their new classroom, Suki chose a desk near the window, and Penny chose a desk next to Suki. As they waited for everyone to find a seat, two boys in front of Suki turned and snickered behind their hands. One of the boys reached over and snatched at Suki's sleeve. Look at this, he said. She's a bat. Suki felt her cheeks burn, but she did not respond. Instead, she concentrated on sitting up straight and tall, the way her obachan always did. It was easy to do with an obi wrapped snug around her middle. Her obi was golden yellow, and in its folds, Suki had tucked away her pale pink handkerchief. Welcome to the first grade, said her teacher. My name is Mrs. Paggio, she smiled. Let's introduce ourselves and tell everyone what we did this summer. When it was her turn to speak, Suki stood up and told the teacher her name. Hello, Suki, said Mrs. Paggio. What did you do this summer? My grandma visited us, she said, straightening her sleeves. She brought me my kimono and my gira. Suki raised her foot to show the teacher her wooden clog. Somewhere in the classroom, someone laughed, but Suki took a deep breath and continued. The best thing was she took me to a festival, and there were dancing girls dressed just like me. They danced like this. She took a few steps and swayed her arms sideways. Look, now she's dancing, someone said, but Suki didn't hear. She hummed the music she remembered hearing at the festival. She remembered how it felt to dance barefoot in the open air on fresh-cut grass that tickled her feet. She tried to picture the other dancers, how they moved forward in the circle with the rhythm of the music, how they stamped their feet, first right, then left, swung their arms, first up, then down, how they stepped back and back and back, then clapped. When Suki couldn't remember the next step, she just made it up and kept on dancing. One, two, one, two, one, two, stop. When she finished, the room seemed very quiet. Everyone was watching her. Suki sat down, wondering if she was in trouble. But Mrs. Paggio said, that was wonderful, Suki, and she started to clap. Then, so did Penny, and after a moment, so did the entire class. After school, as the three sisters walked home together, Mari and Umi grumbled about their first day. No one even noticed my new sweater, said Mari. No one even noticed my cool shoes, said Umi. But Suki just smiled. As she clip-clopped along behind them, Suki pulled out the pale pink handkerchief from her obi and held it up over her head to catch the wind. 
and in her blue cotton kimono in her, in her shiny red geta, Suki danced all the way home. The end. I hope that you enjoyed this story. And we can follow Suki's lead by just, you know, being who we want to be. It doesn't matter if, you know, other people approve or, you know, if they like it. If you like it and you feel happy and confident and you feel feel like that's the way you want to be, then that's the way you should be. I hope that you enjoyed this story and that you come back for more stories in the future. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye! Hi, I just wanted to let you know that I created a Gmail account so that you could send me emails. I would love to hear where you're listening from. Anything that you would like to tell me, I'm open to to reading your emails about it. And also, if you have any book recommendations, I would love to hear them. I'm going to let you know what it is right now. Are you ready? It's the title of the podcast, Beloved Children's Books at gmail.com again beloved children's books at gmail.com i hope to hear from you soon